This podcast contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. It's 2023, the off-season's gone. We've read enough in that chat. Thank God the footy's back on. The P4SS boys are back. For all your NRL super coach chat, we're playing for Sheep Stations. Stab Mandeva is here. Funny Man Trainer's back again. There's Gutsy and his chin list. And Mark's in the run on side this year. We're playing for Sheep Stations. The lurking tab lady from way out west is sure gonna put our patience to the test. We welcome back our friends of the show, Dane Shooter and Brownie. Okay, let's go. We're playing for Sheep Stations. We're playing for Sheep Stations. Welcome to another episode of the Playing for Sheep Stations podcast. Boys, we're all back together again. Uh, Guardsy, it's good to see you. We missed you at Magic Round, but uh, the rest of us had a rip at time. Uh, but off the top, uh, just want to say a big happy 30th birthday to our one and only Matthew Trainer. Trainer, happy birthday, buddy. Um, we're Thanks, all mate. here celebrating your birthday doing the pod. So um, it's a little bit different tonight. We're all Zooming because uh, some of us have got sick from Magic Round. Uh, but some of us are okay and awaiting further sickness to come our way. Maybe, who knows? Uh, trainer, when you're in your 30 you first, how was your week last week, mate? Got highlights and lowlights uh, from Magic Round? Yeah, look, not not too bad, mate. We got 12.38, so I feel that was a pretty respectable score uh, considering I was another or one of the 80-odd percent that captained the wet-haired god. Obviously, his hair wasn't wet enough because he was a spud. Um, but yeah, 5,710 green arrows, which sounds great, but still only at 22,331st overall, but onwards and upwards we go. Highlight from Magic Round, mate? Oh, obviously zipping around on the scooters with you, mate. It was the best, wasn't it? It was so good. I'm so glad you said that. Uh, yeah, the scooters were fun. If you're ever in Brisbane, seriously, get on. Download the the orange ones. They're the better ones, aren't they? Yeah, the orange ones were confirmed as less slow, less restrictive. But the purple ones have the suspension on the front. So anyway, um, I'll give them another go in a few weeks when I'm up there again. Uh, Gardzi, we'll, we'll go to you, mate. Unfortunately, missed you at Magic Round, but how did your team go this week? Yeah, not bad. Uh, ended up scoring a 12.36, which sees me skyrocket up the rankings back to 30,078. So, you know. I'm coming for you all, obviously. I could have had a better week, but Sloan, once again, let me down, but we'll talk about him later. <laughs> I feel he might be on a particular list. All right. Um, from one person who has minimal voice to another person who has minimal voice, Mick, Dave yeah. how, well, how are you, mate? I'm not good. I've, uh, the Eels couldn't get the two points, but I could pick up COVID um, in Magic Round. So uh, the COVID pod. I'm going to call it the COVID pod today. Yeah, so we're back into isolation. We're back in us. isolation. Five, five faces on a screen. So um, I actually scored pretty well. 1298. Um, went up against our nemesis in the pod. Can you hear me? Am I right? Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, you're we're good. good. 
Mark's done a, done a runner, but keep oh, going. Oh, righto. Oh, he's coming back. Um, I went up against Dole Funnies, and he did the little sneaky pod captain of Cleary, so he was well in front because I, like everyone else, Captain Nico, Matt Trainer, can you help us out? Do you know his, do you know his ways? It was amazing. Um, I think he ended up only beating me by about eight, seven or eight points. I ended up with 1298. Saw my biggest rank rise of 7,670 green arrows and into 12,766. So top 10,000 coming for you. Dominic, I hope you're shaking in your boots. I'm coming for you as well. Um, COVID won't pull me up. This is going to be another great week. Plenty of time uh, for research this week, eh? Oh, plenty of time. <laughs> and I'll, I'll probably, yeah, I'll talk about my trades later, but I don't think I'm making many. Well, in a week where you've got heaps of time for research, and, and May trades, wow. Uh, but yeah, Dolphunnies, uh, just while we wait for Mark to come back. Yeah, Dolphunnies, who refuses to come on our podcast. We want him. We need him. Oh, you have to him. come on, Aiden. We need you. We need your, we need what, whatever Stop you're being afraid. Whatever you're drinking, we need you to come on and tell us what it is so that we can improve as well. Trainer wants some of the Kool Aid. Oh, I need, I need to know. I need to understand. Yeah, well, and to get inside your head. He needs to know the risks. Well, Aiden, uh, I, I think the listeners might want to actually know where, where Aiden is coming. If you haven't, the, the code to the Dolphunnies up into 22nd overall. That's won't, huge. Won't take much for him to scroll down the rankings to find him. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah, a few swipes up the screen and... Cramp and, on the uh, finger to find the rest of us. Yeah. But um, yeah, Dolphunnies, Aiden, mate, you're killing it. Well done again. See you um, next week. Yeah. See you next week, bud. Well... <laughs> Yeah, hopefully we'll get him on the pot at some point this year. Tyler said so. <laughs> We're throwing out Tyler's name now too. So yeah, Tyler had a good uh, good time at Magic Round, so it was good for him to join the Shepherds, and so did Pat. So. Um, next year, we're, we're probably going to look at doing things a little bit differently um, in terms of Magic Round, but but the boys will be there again. Um, so if you're keen to get involved, I know uh, Brownie's keen to get involved. Maybe we even might get uh, the real Scooter McGavin uh, on the scooters. Um, yeah, so if you're interested, slide into the DMs and um, and we'll see. Get that saving uh, nest egg ready for Magic Round next year. Now, Mark, you seem like you're back, mate. I hope so. I think I've got the internet of our Ugandan follower here at Charlestown. So, but uh, while I'm hanging in there, I'll I'll jump in. The electric Broncos did pretty well on the weekend, twelve eighty six. So he moved up four thousand six hundred and seventy nine places, sitting inside the top ten thousand now, seven thousand eight hundred and ninety three. Bring in the credibility. So, so moving up in the world, moving up in the world. So. Guards will be happy to know I beat his uh, his mate Dominic head to head this week. So, fuck him. Highlight from Magic Round, mate. Highlight from Magic Round. Um, I actually, even though they're not my team, I enjoyed watching the massive crowd get behind Big Val Meninga on his debut for the Dolphins. Um, busting through a couple of tries. Uh, unfortunately, I, I didn't get the old uh, fins up headwear, but um, he was a bit of a beast, wasn't he? Yeah, it was a huge, huge front row sitting out there in the centres. <laughs> and can I tell you my highlight? Yes, yeah, sorry, was, sorry. I was, missed your highlight. Was mate. that the Knights didn't play, but we, we interacted with one Knights fan. Um, <laughs> and I think the boys that were there will know what I mean by 
We loved the Knights fans' interaction. It was a, it was a good time. Yeah, well, I mean, if you've been keen to know, slide into the DMs, maybe I'll get a response from the boys. But um... My low light, though, my low light is I've got a new least favourite fat NRL player. We removed oh, yeah. Greg, honestly. <laughs> he got a, for him and Brad Arthur got a fairly decent spray from me when he came on for, what was it, seven or eight minutes at the end of the game and Maddo went off, who was going full beast mode for me in super coach and Brad Arthur just takes him off and puts fat Wurumu on for seven minutes. Honestly, lucky it, was sun- lucky it was Sunday night. Yeah. And you were close enough to give it to him as well. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it goes to my team, uh, corn on the Cobo, uh, 1270 I scored in the weekend. So that was, that's been good for me compared to the last few weeks where I haven't been going very well. Um, so I got seven and a half thousand green arrows up into the top twenty thousand. So, um, yeah, that was pretty positive. I went with the pod captain of Joey Manu, and um, yeah, was out trying to get powered, and uh, didn't see the storm come in. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to leave it as late as possible to just uh, get some extra juice out of the Magic Round weekend, and um, yeah, it, it seemed to pay off pretty well. Um, I did see oh. on the news tonight that um, I know a lot of us captain Nico and he went very poorly, but his I just saw that oh, on the news today, his mum was in court for sentencing and uh, maybe had a bit on his mind on the, on the weekend. So maybe we, maybe like we can forgive him. I'll always forgive him. Yeah. there's You can't just say angry to a man like him ever. <laughs> I did yeah. notice he, he was at court with his mum and his hair wasn't wet. That was a shock. Yeah. I didn't know it was that fluffy. Must be a, a playing thing because mm. it hasn't been that wet when he's been on the Maddie John show either. So, a uh, whole lot of Magic Round. Obviously, seeing everybody in their jerseys and stuff coming to Magic Round, and it was a real celebration of footy. So, I had a few people message me over the weekend and, um, yeah, sort of just say it was, it looked really good on TV. So, um, yeah, if you haven't been to Magic Round, it's it's something that um, for a real footy fan, it's it's good to be around the, the atmosphere and the environment. Um, I even walked 20 Ks on Sunday. That was huge. So that was a big highlight for me. I know Matthew was very concerned that I wasn't going to make it, uh, but I walked all the way to the ground. It was unreal. Uh, we didn't stay 20 kilometers away, but um, I was there. So then yeah, got lost. That was it. Was good. It was um yeah. So Magic Round. It's it's here to stay in Brisbane. I reckon it was yeah, unreal. So anyway, uh, I've been under strict put under strict instructions by the birthday boy himself to get this next part of the show snappy because I, I think he might have other plans later on tonight so obviously cake and all those sorts of things so blowing out we'll, 30 we'll, candles takes a while that's right um so it's we are going to get tonight we are going to get straight into the teams um yeah the quick turnaround thursday night's game uh between the storm and the broncos Trainer, you ready for this? I'm ready. Boom. Both one to seventeen. Nothing relevant here, Super Coach Wise. Nothing's changes. Sit back, enjoy what should be a good game. Hopefully, the Broncos can beat Melbourne in Melbourne for the first time in what seems like forever. Can I ask one question? Mm. Is Reese Walsh a sell now, or can you hold him till later? I'm holding him. Just sold the bloke to Latrell weeks ago, right? Yeah, wish <laughs> I did. Or Latrell scored fifty on the weekend, mate. But you reckon you reckon he's not playing Origin? So if he doesn't play Origin, keep him for thirteen. 
What's his break even? Probably a million. No, like eighty or ninety yeah, or something. Well, just it's hold on. Not, why not? I think he can go close to that against the Storm. All right, that's my one question. Move on. Okay, moving to the six pm game on Friday: the Dogs versus the Warriors. Gazi. Yeah, just like trainer short and sweet. I think the only one that anyone cares about in this game is uh, Jackson Ford's out. So apart from that, everything else is the same. They have the buy next week as well. Yeah. Yep. So he misses so he's out for two, two weeks. weeks and then he's got the buy, hold or sell. Oh, it's definitely a sell, but you don't need to rush off him this week. But would you keep him for 13? Is what I'm saying. Not if not if you can upgrade him to someone like Matto. Yeah, not if he's not playing. Well, he's not playing for two weeks. What's he out for? Concussion or injury? Concussion, but then they have the buy. Concussion and then the buy. Yeah. And then he plays 13. All important. Yeah, just, you waste a trade. On. Yeah, hold you know, on. I don't think I don't think you necessarily waste a trade. For a sideways to another 13 when he's going to probably score 60 in round 13. I think he's yeah. been going right well all year. And to me, he's he's probably not going to leave my side. Yeah, break so even's not huge. You don't so if you can cover him, cover him, keep him. Yeah. yeah. Josh had a car also back. I know people are keen on the Fox, so um, maybe not, not. overly super, super coach relevant, but yeah, he's back this week. Um, I wonder if yeah. Brad Fitless keen on him again. I hope not. it. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, we're ri- we're ripping through this. Okay. Uh, Friday nights uh, main game: the Panthers and the Chooks. Okay, Garner, Martin, and Jenkins on the extended bench is the only concern. I think other than that, there's not a lot. Um, Billy Smith keeps his starting spot, which leaves Manu at five eight. There you go. Done. Kind of happy with that. Standing. Yes, the beak. Good synopsis. <laughs> Jed Beasley, I can't wait for you to make me some money next week, bud. I think there'll I think there could be a couple of uh center wing downgrades next week. Oh yeah. This is the week to River will score a million when you want to move him on. That's okay, because you've got another week. Yep. Okay. It takes us to the three o'clock game on Saturday between the Rabbitohs and the Tigers. The Tigers coming off two wins in a row. Form team. Who yeah, people thought are it. saying there's tattoos getting done anyway. Okay, they see the premiers match, and the supposed match of the round, though. Team anyway, uh, Mark, you got this one? He's Maybe dead. not. He's, he's, gone, he's gone a bit wild, Disney. I'm going to jump in here. Uh, if we look at this, I'm just getting those teams up again. There's really uh, not a lot to talk about in both of these teams. I've had a quick look. Um, the only talking point I think out of this game is um, Jareen Buller if you're going to pull mm. the trigger on him, but we're going to talk about him later. Mm. Other than that, the teams are pretty much the same. Mm. Yeah, very good. So if you've had a look at the teams from last week, that, that's us. All right. Uh, 5.30 game, the Cowboys and the Dragons. Yep. And just another one. Both teams 1-17. to Lomax is out again. And Bud Sullivan's on the bench again. Um, scored two tries and only got 80 last week. So I think... I don't know about picking him from the Dragons team, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that kid de- that kid that debuted last week for the Cowboys is there again. He played twenty minutes, looked good, but not really an option. Yeah, a few fans for him at the at Magic Round. It was definitely spent more time there. more time with his family than on the field. Definitely, oh, yeah. it was awesome to see. We were close to that, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was very very good. Okay, um, moving forward to the. Main game on Saturday night between the Raiders and the Eels. 
Yep, Raiders are the same, except Albert Hobbardy's back in and Savage is out. And then on the Parasite of things, he's back, boys, finally. Jake Arthur, he's named at seven. Moses is still concussed. Moses will be was, lucky to get his spot back. Well, I was looking at the prices today, wondering why Para paying two dollars fifty nearly, but <laughs> it all makes sense now. I remember that's why. And uh, somehow Andrew Davy still starting and Matters on the bench. It could be good for anyone that owns Gutho because when Moses has been out in the past, Gutho comes into that front line and um, usually scores pretty well. So yeah, he gets his hand on the ball, and unfortunately, he couldn't get his hands on the ball in that last play. Um, Mark's anyway. had a gutful. He's walked off. <laughs> he's come back. He's he's going to get his kids off the internet. Get off the um, internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Moving forward onto Sunday's game, the two p.m. game up here in Newcastle. The Knights play the Titans. The only thing I've got from this game is Elliot's onto the bench. Um. No, Kurt Mann. So Phoenix Cosler might get more minutes. If Adam O'Brien has been reading out of the Ricky Stewart playbook, Elliot might start at hooker. Who knows? Maybe. Titans, uh, I think, are the same. One to 17. Oh, that's Spud Cruz Leeming's back on the bench. Oh, who cares? That kid. Cruz Leeming. They've hooked that kid after oh, yeah. he made his debut, but that's about it. Not not relevant, anyway. That's yeah. it. They were named last week, anyway. Okay. Four o'clock game between Manly and the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. Um We'll see if we'll see if the internet hangs in here. Um, Manly one to seventeen. Schuster's on an extended bench. No changes for the Sharks. Finucane's named at thirteen, even though he came off the bench for the game last week. That is about the only changes I think. All right, that's all our team list uh, news for this week. Um, but as always, keep an eye out for late mail. This is Huskles. Guzzy, I know you weren't at Magic Rounds, but we've heard your sound. We've heard that chinless sound. Fire up, son. No, I'm pretty calm, actually, to be honest. <laughs> Every Call week. All your toilet bowls on the list. <laughs> can I put my son on the list? Yeah, you Make can. sick. He's first on the list just for ruining my Sunday, for making me uh, spend... Three hours on the toilet each time. So thanks, mate. You're on a list. Anyway, a real list. Uh, Chris Sutton's on the list. He was uh, refing the uh, Dogs Raiders game. He was absolutely shit. Anyone <laughs> watching that game could see it. Bloke was. He watched it live. Oh, how that bloke has a job. It's obviously because his last name's Sutton, but some of the calls he made were absolutely shocking. One of them. Ball came off Whiten's plum head. Never got near his hands unless his hands have somehow moved to his head. But I don't know if that's physically possible. But he's called a knock-on. Wasn't a knock-on if it comes off your head. Mate, pull your fucking head in. Anyway, next. Like we're leaving the explicit uh, one in there today. <laughs> oh, well. Got to keep it rolling, mate. Keep it rolling. Michael Ennis is on the list just for... Standard Michael Ennis, shit commentator, shit head, was a shit footballer, looks like a shit bloke too, so he's on the list <laughs> for being all-around shit. Uh, who's next? Stephen Crichton's on the list, boys, for his 
when he got absolutely belted by Cossey and decided that he was going to lay down, even though there was nothing wrong with him, just because he wanted a penalty. It was great to see that even though he got a little bit of a shoulder to the chin, they could play on. I think that bloke should, anyone that versus Crichton should be able to give him at least three swinging arms a game, in my opinion. He's a headgear dog now too, so stuff him. <laughs> I also wrote here, which I can't say it, for Milk and a Penny, I called him a soft entitled vagina. <laughs> I think you all know what that means. <laughs> uh, next on the list is Todd Smith. He's he's a fairly regular now. Just for being shit. That's all I wrote. He was shit. I think everyone agrees he was shit. I think the um the, the CEO Warriors. of the Warriors. The, the Warriors no, sponsor. Yeah, yeah, the sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> that he, was all he'll time. agree that he was shit. So you might get free phone if we for agreeing with him. Yeah. Oh, hold on. <laughs> One NZ. Of course, I want to sponsor the pod. Mark will, ta- Mark will take it. It's probably better in it than he's got. Absolutely. Next, Next one, one NZ list. might even sponsor this show, the, this yeah, this segment of the pod. I don't think he will because next on the list is him. He's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> what an absolute sook, honestly. <laughs> is he on the list because of what he said or because he apologised the next day? He's on the list for being a sook. <laughs> Definitely the... apology. <laughs> Mate, Which wasn't an apology. I, I get it that they had some rough calls against him, but come on. Grade eight, carry on. Warriors, they do get some rough calls every once in a while, but so does every other team in the comp. The forward call was the right call. There have been penalties all year, the last month or so. So it was a sin binning. He, he's carried on a bit. You're a sponsor, mate. Just sit on the sidelines and watch the footy and stop carrying on. Gudzi, I know it's your list. Actually, no, you continue. I want to see if he makes your list. If not, he makes mine. Yeah, righto. Uh, I've put Chris Butler on the list. Good. He was shit as well. And mainly because I feel like if I didn't put him on the list, Mark probably would have put me on his own chin list. <laughs> so I put him on the list. And finally, boys, he's on the list. Sloan's on the list. World shit is fullback. He's a shit vagina. He, how he plays NRL is beyond me. He's afraid of hit-ups. What on earth he was doing at halftime when he tried to put a grubber through 10 metres out. I, I don't know how Hook let him walk back out in the second half. It probably says... How good of an NRL coach hook is that he lets his fullback do anything like that? So, yeah, Sloan's on the list. He's on the never again list too. He'll, I'll be trading him out this week and he'll probably somehow score a try this week, but he is a terrible footballer and he just looks absolutely soft. So, cheers, Sloan. Okay, now I'm jumping on your list, Garzi. I hope that's okay. Uh, yeah, right. I'm going to put Adam G and Latrell Mitchell on your list. Because that ridiculousness that he did to Harry Grant last week and then nothing happened. Latrell, no good. And Adam G and the bunker official, well, classic Jared. Dan, you need to be more aggressive. Call him a flog. Latrell's a flog. <laughs> yep. It was it was a poor move. It was a, a flog-like move. So Latrell, pull your head in. And uh the officials, no good. He shouldn't have been. It's a shame that. he does Mate, stuff. He only hit a Queenslander. It's all yeah. right. Don't worry about it's it. It's a shame he does. Unacceptable. He does stuff like that because after his first kick, he went and got the tee, stopped, talked to the ball boy for about 10 seconds, and this little kid skipped off the field like he, you know, had just met 
the king. So, like, he does so many good things, but then he's just an absolute flog when it comes to that, when he ta- gets tackled. And so, imagine imagine if Harry Grant did that to him, the carry-on. Oh. Yeah. oh. oh. Imagine, how quickly, would have been imagine how quickly Cody Walker would have been in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, anyway, Luttrell, do more of the good stuff, less of the bad stuff. Uh, now, thanks, Garzi, uh, for your chin list. Davo, who's been sliding into the DMs, mate? Well, Alex from Moree again slides in, but this time he slides in with his son and his daughter. So he's we've got a little fan base there. Um, his his son, Austin, has asked, who is the super coach goat? He's, he jokingly, I think his dad told him to say Lewis Brown, <laughs> but he said, surely, well, he was the goat for a while because he was the ultimate AE. Like he was the ultimate auto emergency that you could flip in to VC loop. So um, he said, really, though, is it Paul Gallen or Cam Smith or do we have somebody else? Trainer, who have you got in mind from your years of playing for super coach, playing super coach as the goat? Oh. The first person that comes to mind is Corey Parker. They didn't call him God for no reason. Played 80 every week through the middle, kicked goals, scored 80 every week. Scored tries, set up tries. Kicked goals. Not many of them, but... It's what we thought. It's what what you had Nick Meany penned as. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Probably not without... A bit bit different on the work rate, but uh, Mm. the times have changed. Like, that season that... Tom Dubrovic had a couple of years ago, and Nathan Cleary. Yeah. Turbo. He's got three of the five scores over 200. Yeah, unbelievable. Well, over the top 100 scores. I think the original um, Supercoach Goat was Hindy, though, because they used to give points for his flops. Flops. Oh, yeah. 58, any ta- 58 any points tackle in flops. So any tackle involvement, he'd get like 60 <laughs> points in tackles, and then he's hit-ups every week. Like he was, he was another one that, without any attacking or goal kicks, he'd score 80 every week, so... Hey, he yeah. kicked a goal. Kicked he got a the goal. Sand. He, yeah. the, he got the sand out and everything. Guardsy, you got game. You got one, Guardsy? Oh, I feel like you've covered most of them, yeah. to be honest. Dan, you got anyone left field? You're a bit left field sometimes with these. I'm a bit left field, but I haven't been playing Supercoach that long. So um, I remember the first time I ever played Supercoach, it was just full of Broncos players. So I, I just thought you had to put people that you supported. Um, How'd you go that Not great. Okay. Um, but Corey Parker was my captain every week. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the question. Um, the next question is uh, from Matilda, his daughter. Is Val Holmes a sell? I'm not sure that they are actually from his kids, but he's including them in there. Is <laughs> Val great. Holmes a sell? He's got a break even of 122. However, he plays the Dragons and the Tigers, then has Origin. And he says he's been... Average this year. I don't know if he's been as average as you think. He just hasn't been as good as we'd hoped. I think the Cowboys, I can, I think the Cowboys look, haven't been as good. But if you look at his scores, he's rarely given you a very terrible score. One week when he got that 20-odd. Yeah. So for a center wing, he's been at least giving you a score where I think you can be happy with it compared to a guy who could have a few more 20s in his scores. So you could sell him, but I'm happy to hold him for the next two games at least. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are about to turn the corner, or sort of are turning the corner. They've been they played a lot better, or they looked a lot better, particularly the weekend watching them. Um, I think it's only a matter of time. And they, yeah, like playing the Dragons and the Tigers. How do you sell anyone that kicks goals before they play those two spuds? Mate, Tigers could be gone for four in a row by then. Oh, spell! 
I mean, he's and he's he's lost money since you bought him at the start. It's not the time to sell. He is he a is he a is he a hold for you over that Origin period? Yeah, because he backs up. He loves backing up. Mm. He lives for it. He does. He does. So, is anyone going to sell him? Nope. No. Yeah, you only lose money if you sell. Yeah, I think he's a keep for me as well. He's someone that I'm happy to have this week and next week, and then I'll assess for round thirteen. I don't think he's going to lose. Got a break even of 122. He could hit that, and then generate cash the week after. So. I'm not too concerned um, about that. And the last question from Alex and his mob is, are any of us looking at Lockie Miller for buy coverage? He plays 13 and 16, but not 14 or 18. 100%. How committed are you to that, though? Like, how keen would you be? Like, is he number one? I'm guaranteed that I'll buy him around 13 if I don't have him before. Yeah. So who for? Uh, I wrote my notes today. Depending what happens with Turbo, potentially him, hmm. uh, or hopefully Taruva makes some frigging money sometime soon. Otherwise, I can flick him across. Lockie Miller's almost bottom back out. He's back to like 640K or something. So he's not up at that stupid number he was at a few weeks hmm. ago. Um, his break even's about 80 this week. So you can, like I I decided I'm going to sit and watch this week and just wait and see what happens. Try and find out a bit more info about Turbo before I might do anything stupid. Guards, easy buy for you. I must admit, I'm not really looking at him, no. I am still a bit hesitant about how much longer they're going to keep Ponger at six as well. Because yeah. I don't think it's working. So that's another issue for me. And it's hard yeah, if you have... Board, so. Yeah, it's hard if you have plenty of Knights and Eels because neither of them play 14. So you can't really go too hard on Knights and Eels. And I probably think around 13, I'd prefer to have a couple more Eels than Knights maybe. Don't know. That's just my having a look at it. Mark, you got any thoughts on Lockie Miller? Oh, look, I'm a bit similar to you. I've probably got more. I've already got Marsu from the Knights. So probably, and I've got a few Parramatta players. Um, I probably don't want to bring too many more from either of those two teams in, just for those problems they'll create in round fourteen for me. Dan, thoughts? No good. Uh, I- yeah, I agree with the boys. Uh, right. I yeah, haven't really thought too much about Lockie Miller, to be honest. So, Yep, cool. All right, we move on to our questions from Dom. Guards, are you ready? No. Okay. He's too sick. Which this. high ownership origin player, which high origin ownership players are, are sells over the buy period, not backing up or reduced minutes? Has all anyone got some? Sell them all, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Trainer, what are your thoughts around selling... Origin players and things like that. Is it enough? Uh, unsure yeah. if I've called back up and you can hear me. We can. We got you, yeah. mate. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, my internet just had a bit of a moment. What was the question again? Sorry. Oh, which high origin and <laughs> which high ownership origin players are sells over the buy period, not backing up or reduced minutes? I'll I'll start with my most concern if he gets picked is David Fafita. He doesn't seem like a guy in the past that will back up. And he's up to about 850. So it's a fair bit of coin to have. And historically, he's only one niggle away from being ordinary. I think this year it might be the first year he's injury free. And we're seeing the absolute best out of him at the moment. It only takes a knock into the ribs or an injury into the leg and he might go soft again. So he's probably the one that I'm looking at. But if I look at for going, if you look at for feeder, it's potentially he's going to come on the bench anyway. So is he, is he really going to play that big of a minute? Like, are his minutes no, going to it'll be an depend. 
at Origin? It'll depend if he starts or on the bench. If he starts for or, like if I wait till round twelve into thirteen. If he's named to start in Origin, I'll probably sell. If he's named on the bench, I'll probably keep. Yeah, because I mean that back. The rest row I think I'm going to try and keep. Yeah, the rest I think I'm going to try and keep. Yeah, well, Harry Green always used to play reduced minutes, but that was in a side that had Brandon Smith coming off the bench. They don't have that back up at nine now, so he's probably got to play bigger garlic. minutes. Yeah, but exactly. is he, does he play the minutes Harry of, Grant's, you know, oh, and, and Wishart? Harry like, Grant's another guy that doesn't play big minutes at Origin either, though, because he always splits with yeah, Hunt. with Hunt, so. yeah. Yeah, and there's no one to move Harry Grant to. Like, he's the best hooker by leaps and bounds in this game at the moment, so... You got to get him back. It's just one of those trades you got to get in at him. Like having a quick look at my team here, I'm honestly not too fussed about moving any of my Origin players out. To be honest, especially now you've only got to have 13. Um, I think that makes a it's, massive, it's massive difference. It's just 13 in total, isn't it? So you could have yeah, yeah, but you can only have like your normal um, like four, like four reserves. Four yeah. yeah, so if you've got. Like, say you had seven centers playing and all your second rowers playing, you'd cop an AE because you can't have yeah, all the right. reserves. Like, you'd lose out. You wouldn't yeah, be able yeah. to get them winning. So, like, I don't think that had happened to anyone. But... but you could, but you'd say you could easily run Hines and Cleary if you had, say, Brown Walker, Brown and Walker, or, you know, a Katoa at 5 8. Yeah. You could cop not having a halfback if you had two playing at six. Yeah, I think yeah. we're going to talk about that later. Yeah, mate. and I think, oh, okay. I think the Sorry, number... I've jumped the gun. Yeah. The number one sell that I would have for a bloke playing Origin after last year would be Tedesco. The bloke hates backing up. Mm. They just swing Joey Mane back to fullback. Yeah. This year it'll be Suwali, whatever. They rest Teddy. Well, it could be Mane and they Origin. could bring Sam Walker I think back. I learned from last year it's that. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. And I think if you own Turbo and he's Named to play, he's probably going to be not likely to back up just with his body this year. Yeah, that's a fair shout too. And Harsh usually backs up. He's he's just a machine, so he's one that yep. you don't really worry about. New South Welshman, mate. He's got some ticker. Bingo. Here we go. <laughs> All right. And that's that's DMs with Davo this week. So only, Dom only had one question. Thanks. Oh, yeah, good. Good. Finding us a bit less um that's you quite off the when he's uh flying like he is as well. So I think he's up inside the top two thousand, he said the other day. So he might he might have started it. He's going pretty well with somebody else. Maybe he's asking he the could. questions. He there. Might have. We're, <laughs> we're hoping so. Shit questions with Tom. The Ethiopian <laughs> and the beak. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. The two can. <laughs> All right, that's well, very it. good. Remember, if you want to get involved, uh, don't be afraid to slide into the DMs of the show um, and hopefully uh, we'll answer your questions next week. As we said at the top of the show, a very special day here on the podcast. Matt Trainer's 30th birthday. What is your talk? What are your talking points this week, Trainer? Righto, we've got a few talking points again this week. Uh, the first one I want to start making people sort of think about a little bit is trades. So first of all, if you could just uh, get your little teams up and we're going to tell everyone exactly how many trades we've got left. So we'll, you can do, we'll say, uh, we'll say trades 
uh, after making trades this week. That makes it nice and relevant, even though it might change. So I'm sitting on 25 trades with one boost after this week. Uh, Dan, what are, you, what are you sitting on? You know, I love to trade. I have some tr- trigger fingers. I've, I've caught Guardsy's disease. Not the one about, you uh, know, pissing in a urinal. Um, but, <laughs> or, or not being able to. Uh, I've got 23 trades left uh, after trades Ooh, this week okay. and no boosts. Oh, yes. oh Jesus. Sure. Uh, Mark, Mark, where are you at? Uh, uh, I don't think. I don't know if I'm going to make any trades this week. If I don't, I'll have 29 left and two boosts, or I'm a <sighs> your next talking point will uh, potentially yeah, sway sway you one way or the whether other. Whether I whether I use a a trade this week, but at the moment, 29 two boosts left. Righto, uh, Davo. Yeah, I've got 29 and two boosts. Last year you're on the same. Okay. Yeah. And Gazi, let us know. <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm with Dan, 23, no boost. 23, no boost. <laughs> you, oh, you know you can't track and save them, boys. you got to use them. you got to use them. <laughs> you, know, you can't take them to the grave with you. You know there's still like 17 rounds or something. Yeah, well, that's all right. It's a trade a week, right? <laughs> that's, that's plenty for Gazi and I to make up some ground. Mm-hmm. Hey, Gazi. Bingo. What's the worst that's going to happen if I drop to 40 of 1,000? <laughs> it just means you won't have much fun at the end of the year. Yeah. I'm not having fun now. <laughs> You're trading. Stop trading and see how it goes. Yeah, well, you, it's just going to be no fun for the for 20, 20, 27 rounds. But anyway, so obviously we've got some different strategies here. Uh, two Davos have definitely saved a few more trades sitting on. What are you on? 29? 29. 29. Yeah. And then these two other boosts. two Balookas, <laughs> Dan and... Dan and Gazi have gone mad and used 23 and have no boost left. And then I guess but we haven't used 23. We've okay, got 23 you, no, that's right. Yeah, how many left. did we start with? Uh, 40, no, 40, 2 or something? 2 or 45. Something, yeah. 45? Oh, so you've used yeah. 22, I reckon. And a thousand. They don't start with enough. <laughs> yeah, they, we've got to give more. <laughs> they, uh, they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> well, they've got to <laughs> give even more. We're not getting any more. <laughs> so. You pair of clowns. I'll start with you first. You've uh, got two more than us, mate. Settle down. <laughs> hey, that's right. Add a boost. I'm, hey, I'm going very well, thank you. Hey, don't worry. We'll all end up on the same number. Exactly. <laughs> so Just at when different times. Guardsy, have you got any plans uh, of slowing down the trading, or are you just going hard until no, you mate. get none left? I'll stop. I'll stop trading when I don't want to make any trades. Okay, very insightful, Dan. In the words of Michael Jackson, don't stop until you get an up. Okay, so you're just going to keep sending it too? No, no. Mark? I'm actually going to need to use my safe a little bit more and just start throwing the phone in there so I don't trade. When? On a freaking Sunday? He's not going to be able He won't be able to make a call from Tuesday morning through to Sunday night. Yeah, don't call me. From Sunday until Thursday night. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So Uh, it's just from Monday till Thursday night and then I'm good. Yeah, where you're uncontactable. You know, you can yeah. trade during the round as well. Oh, yeah. No, well, no, don't I don't know how that. to do that. It, just the same as you normally would. Hit, hit the T, yeah. mate. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Mark, what, what you, what's your what's your plan? Obviously, you've you've saved a few already. Are you going to go big during the buys and then try and reel it back? or? Um, You're going to give some probably... to me and Gazi. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shut up, Dan. 
Uh, I probably have saved a few for those rounds after the big buys where I think if you want to try and carry a few of those para players or those sorts of guys to trade in, in those rounds where you've got to get back to 17. a decent 17 rather than the big buy rounds where you've only got to get 13. That's probably what I was sort of thinking with trying to save a few. And then, of course, you know, this year with all the concussion protocols and all that sort of stuff, I mean, you know, people, <laughs> I assume some people sort of went that Nathan Cleary or Heinz to Mitchell Moses trade for a bit of cover over the bye. And, you know, now Moses is going to miss next week. How, how well do they come back after a concussion? All those sorts of things. You just, you know. Now, that's my thinking. I just want to try and keep a few in the bank for that sort of eventuality. Yeah. So, and potentially, so what you're saying there with like the four, around 14 is moving like a Mars U or something like that, or a Corey Horsburgh or whatever, like one of those players you got for around 13 that have come yep. in, done their job, give them the punt and bring in a, a potential keeper or, or yep. someone to play those other couple of big buy rounds. Yep. Yep. All right. There we go. So actually, some some logic from some of this chat. Dave <laughs> Well, from Continue. the start, yeah. So from the start of the year, I know last year I just made a few panic trades to not miss out on what everyone else was doing. Um, so like trades I didn't actually want to make that probably didn't necessarily improve my team. I know that sounds weird making trades, but it was a bit like it didn't fit my plan, but I still did it anyway, just for fear of missing out. And I think I don't want to say that Tyrell Sloan was that as an example recently, but I really feel like Tyrell Sloan was that example. He didn't improve your team you were chasing not that much money, like his potential to make heaps of money wasn't there. So like you can easily say, I'm going to make that. But then when you do a bit of like the accounting side of things, it probably wasn't a good trade. Sometimes you get proven wrong, but other times you don't. Um, I've kind of got a figure in my head. I'd love to have 14 trades after round 20. Um, I think in, in the past, I've seen people make up massive ground in those last seven weeks. Um, particularly considering round 25 buys the Broncos, round 26 buys Souths, round 27 buys the Eels. Um, I'm worried that... What's, what's Does it sound funny? No, I, I don't know. The, the boys are just having a uh, proper giggle over here. I don't know what's going on either. Oh, some strategy. The two, the two, buy, the two trade fiends are having a giggle. Well, we would definitely have 14. <laughs> <laughs> combined. Maybe you could combine for 14. So yeah, definitely. I'm concerned. I'm concerned during those last three rounds, like the Broncos will still be probably going good, and you could have plenty of those players. South, hopefully, you have Latrell by then, and those sort of things. So, I, I don't know. Like, and plenty of Eels players if you've kept some of them after their good buy run. So, just trying not to make trades where I've got to trade someone in and then know I've got to trade them back out straight away. Um, yeah, I'd love to have 14, which means I'll have 15 trades. So I've said 15 trades to use between round 11 and 20. So I've got to really be strategic in those to make sure I get full bot like numbers during the buys and then have 14, maybe 12 for the run home for those last seven games. That's my strategy. All right, there we go. Very good. That that sounds uh sounds pretty switched on. So just don't uh, don't get caught up in doing things like buying Ewan Aitken or Michael Gordon or BJ Lalaura. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Uh, Dan here, jumping into trainer segment, talking points with trainer. Um, there was a slight technical issue, um, so 
you'll hear the conversation sort of pick up. Um, but the question was, or the statement around uh, this talking point was around the Tigers fullback, Jareem Buller. Enjoy. 81,000. Yeah, 80. So after, uh, so he's still only 280K, which is reasonably cheap. In the grand scheme of things this year. Negative break even and carrying a half decent score from last week through for a few weeks. However, only available at fullback. So the question I'm sort of posing is, is it worth bringing him in really just for cash generation and then not running with two top tier fullbacks? And their score was 60. So, and you've got 80 grand plus probably a likely another 90 to 100 grand. Plus a buy round player in Dylan Brown, who's a good buy round yeah. player. Yeah, but yeah, so the way I look at it, if you haven't already got Buller in, he's got scores of 38 first game against Manly, that drops out. Then he's got 60 against Penrith, which had a try assist in really crappy conditions. Uh, 59 against the Dragons on the weekend with a try assist. So he's got 60 and 59 in his rolling average. If you look at the Supercoach predicted, it says if he gets 40, which is probably a close estimate after watching him play the game, he looks pretty handy. Um, even if he is playing for the Tigers and playing against Souths this week. So that's the only concern I've got that he plays against Souths. But he got 60 against Penrith. I know it was in a bog. If he gets 40, goes up 63K, and then he plays the Cowboys conservatively. If he gets 40 against them as well, he goes up 31. So before round 13, where he's got the buy, you've probably only got another 90 to 100K. I'd like to be sitting in Guardsy's boat where I got the 80 last week as well, which would get you about 180K before round 13 which puts him up to nearly 400,000, which is someone that you can probably trade somebody to. I kind of feel like you'd be trading now because you didn't do it last week and you're dirty with yourself for not doing it last week and you're missing the majority of the money. So it's... Yeah, look, on on the... I, I guess I feel like you're probably agreeing with what I'm about to say here, but I think the big thing is when you trade him out, you are going to want to bring in a big dog mm-hmm. and a big dog is going to be at least 700 K basically. So it's a fair way to go from, what did you say? A tentative 400 K. Yeah. All right. Up to even, even if he gets to 500, it's still going to cost you 200, 250 K at least yeah. to get back up to one of those top tier fullbacks, which and is, the other, which the is other, not easy to do. The other way I looked at it is you hold then through to after round 16, he's got, 14, he's got the Raiders. 15, he's got the Titans. 16, he's got Melbourne. But then you've gone one, two, three, four, five, six weeks without two-gun fullbacks. Yep. I think the points you've missed for the cash generation across there could potentially be too high. So it does look attractive on paper, and it does look like a bit of a slam dunk. But I think if you didn't do it last week, I would, I'm would. i not going to do it because it sort of goes back to that philosophy. Does it make my team better or does it make me a lot of cash? And it doesn't do either of those for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my thoughts exactly. I'm definitely steering away from it. I I did toy with the idea of dumping Turbo down, but he's he sort of come back and he looked like he went all right last week. So I'm gonna gonna hold and and see if he gets named in Origin, and then I can sort of move from there rather than dropping down to Buller. Uh, Dan or Mark, have you guys got any other input on that? Oh, I mean, the only other thing I had written down was he doesn't play 13, but he plays 14 when you've got if you hold Turbo, he doesn't play. Um, he then 
plays around 16. You could potentially, I think that's about, I think when they expect that he'll max out in price around that sort of round 16 sort of Do you want to hold him for six weeks? Like, Gartsy, when's your plan to get rid of him? When he stops scoring. So you're going to hold him over round 13? Possibly. So you're happy to hold and not have two gun fullbacks for that long? Yeah, as a, because it's made my team better in other ways because I'm now running the two-gun sixes in Walker and Brown. Mm. So I don't feel like I'm missing out as much. So you've prioritised that for yeah. round 13 over having a gun yeah, fullback. I think, I think you're probably yeah. lucky there in the fact that Dylan Brown has decided that he needs to start playing football like he was last year. Again, he's taken between 15 and 20 runs a game the last two games. So that's definitely helped your cause huge, hugely, I'd say. Otherwise, potentially that risk could have been a disaster, but it's worked out quite well. So, uh, I think that's about it for that one. I think that should be pretty pretty useful as well. Uh, and then the last one, just gonna have a bit of a quick chat about uh, buy period planning around your halves. So, we'll start with halfback. Obviously, everyone owns Cleary and Nico. Is anyone planning to move either of those throughout the buy period? No, mate, save those trades. Yeah. <laughs> we know that's oh. your strategy. <laughs> so we're all the grants, the halves. That'll state. be where I'll be saving trades for sure. I I just look at it and think those people that traded Cleary to Moses got a lesson in why you probably don't need to go off too early. Like if I am going to trade because I need someone that's going to add some value into my team for round 13, it'll be after round 12. Like I don't want weeks where I don't have both of them. Like, Cleary's 120 on the weekend showed why you don't want to sit and watch games without either of them. It's why, like, I've it's toying up with the idea to try and get Latrell in even now with Origin coming because he's got the Tigers and the Eels in the next two weeks. What could he score? What could you miss out on? Like, you could hopefully a million. Well, you could genuinely yeah. miss out on 300 plus points each week. All right, he'll he'll go. Shit <laughs> Not this each week. week. But he'll go shit this week. Why? Against the Tigers. Because he's getting the gold sleeve, mate. That's why. And I haven't picked one all year. So you can thank me later when you can afford him. Oh, dear. <laughs> do, you reckon know, he back, so, do you reckon he backs up too? He, like breaks, he breaks down. That's what oh, happens. Friggin probably not. He's a lazy prick, but who cares? Uh, right, he's so doing halves, injury too. Halves, halves are set in, in steel. Or set Guaranteed this there. week. Now trainer's giving him the armband. Perfect. He's doing it to try and get him out of the Origin series. <laughs> yeah, I'll cop that. Yeah. What a dog. <laughs> uh, so into the 5-8 position here, I feel like he's probably the going to be the, more of the talking talking point. Has everyone got Dylan Brown? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. And we're all holding Dylan Brown across the entire buy period, correct? Correct. I believe I will do yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He obviously plays all three of the big buyers, has been kicking goals after <laughs> he went to Brad Arthur's office and he got a bit of an ass spanking. Um, so Not I guess... literally kicking goals. That's Gutho's <laughs> job this week, mate. Yeah, disappointingly. You would know You would know Gutho would be kicking goals, wouldn't you? Hell yeah, I do. My boy. <laughs> All right, so I guess now that we've we've gone a roundabout way of talking about the, the main sort of, I guess, where pods can be found potentially is that second 5-8 spot across the buy rounds. Um, I think obviously Cody Walker's an option. Um, who who else have we sort of got our eye on in that second spot there? Oh, I'm still holding Katoa. Yeah. Oh, I haven't moved Katoa since I bought him at the start of the year. Um, 
I always planned to move him out after 13 if it sort of worked out. And it's sort of... But they play that, 14, I think, too, don't they? Uh, I didn't. I yep. don't know. Dolphins, they? they got the bye this week. Oh, yeah. Yep. Just confirming you're talking about Isaiah Katoa. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <Jesus Christ>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'll hold him... I'll hold him till he has that other buy. I think, like he's probably gonna. It's the slowest cash generation in the whole world, but yeah, he's going all right. But he's getting there, and by the time he goes into round, they predict by the time he goes into round sixteen after he's played round fifteen, he should be around four hundred k. So I'm probably happy with that. Man, he could go gangbusters throw the ball to a uh, big Valmaninga. He could. He could. So. But yeah, I, I would agree. I'm going to hold Katoa. I think at this point, uh, definitely for round 13. I worry a little bit for um, Cody Walker during that Origin period. No Latrell, he gets a lot of like those attacking things off the back of Latrell. If I'm going to have anyone from the Rabbitohs, it'd probably be AJ, but nearly bottomed yeah. out. So, and oh, I, you, you, I'm also sort of keeping my options open with that Carl Oluwapu. Coming through from the doggies, um, he's obviously just bumming around on the bench at the moment and playing. I don't know, fifty or sixty minutes or whatever. He didn't go Unless well on get... the weekend. It didn't. No, he got in the teens. Good sixteen. Yeah, and that's sixteen in fifty minutes. That's good though. Like if he if he can just keep plodding along ordinarily, hmm. and then if he can get a start, you know, around thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. There's there's every chance that he that he will start making some some coin like. That doggies team is half decent. They've got some attack in them. Yeah. Um, and he's obviously he's obviously a player. Um, so that's probably what I'm looking to do at the moment. Maybe downgrade him there and then see what happens. Otherwise, yeah. you probably just want to get Munster in as soon as possible. As soon as Origin finishes, I reckon. Yeah. So anything else there, gents? No, no mate. All right, sweet as done and dusted. Thanks, trainer, for your talking points. Another year older, another year wiser. Dirty 30. <laughs> Dirty 30, indeed. <laughs> trade talk time of the pod, boys. We've already talked about how many trades we have after trades. Um, where are we looking to trade this week, if if at all? Gardzi? Uh, I'm not actually sure yet. I'm, uh, I need to get rid of Sloan, so I'm probably just going to go a bit early on the downgrade and get in the big man, Val, which gives me enough money to upgrade to a, someone like Arpenay, who I'm looking at. So that's probably what I'm leaning towards. Nice. Trainer? Uh, so I'm just going to do Eli Katoa to Peachy this week. Um, I was really hopeful that Katoa was going to do a bit more than he did last week, but I think his time's come to an end. I've been hanging out for him to score a try, but he just can't seem to get over. Playing the Broncos this week, now that I've sold him, he's probably immoral. Um, but yeah, huge break even, and I'm pretty keen to get the Peach in because he's going to get that second row center wing flexibility. He's going to make some cash. It's going to be really valuable. <clears throat> uh, I mean, I could trade Jackson forward, but Ellie Katoa's hemorrhaging cash, so it's time for him to go. And that's my one trade for the week. 
Was uh, another young fella on the bench last, like the extended bench? What's his name? Um, for the Panthers with Peachy, that's all. Jenkins or whatever. Jenkins, yeah. 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 Should be right. Was he there? I'm just, I, I just, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Just be ready to, to late mail, obviously. Yeah. And then vice captain Cleary, captain Trelmit. So, as oh, yeah. I said, you can thank me all later when you can afford him. I, I forgot about that. I was, uh, I'm VCing Cody and captaining Wet Hair God. Think he'll come good again? I feel, Can't keep him down. I feel it. In your plums? Very, very deep. <laughs> In the plums. <laughs> uh, Mark? I don't think I'll make any trades this week. I was, as I said earlier, toying with Buller Guards. He's shaking his head in disgust. You disgust me. <laughs> <laughs> I've also got Jackson Ford, but I'll probably hold him till round 13. Um, BC, I'm going to go with Reese Walsh again this week. And like Guardsy, I think Nico will be back against Manly, who were very poor defensively against the Broncos last week. Nico, very happy. His mum's out of jail. Big game. Captaincy for him. Yeah, okay. I'm going to jump in here really quickly. Uh, I'm going to... I'm sick of not having David Vita, and I know he's going to play Origin, but I just... After watching him the other day and watching those late up dates come through, it killed me. So I finally You've been to see the bank manager again. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, he stole some <laughs> trades off me. But um yeah, so Fafita's coming in for me. Uh for Cam Murray. Uh at this stage, but I might look elsewhere maybe. I, I don't um, I, I reckon Cam Murray's a good trade this week. Really. Yeah. Uh, You'll probably score a hundred against the Tigers, though. <laughs> yeah. So that's my trade this week, um, and then because I had a bit of money in the bank last week, uh, captaincy I will go Cody Walker, and I'm actually thinking of going Gutho for for the cap pod captaincy in Canberra. But I'm have you discussed this sh- with Have you discussed this with Dolphunnies? I haven't, but he doesn't. He doesn't own him. Not yet. We did, we did, did you... discuss Joey Manu last week. He was going to jump on Tedesco, but then the last minute went to Cleary. So we'll see. I might have a little bit of a, a sneaky DM with Dolphinis, and we'll it see. It doesn't if we seem can do fair that you've got. A, it doesn't seem fair that you've got access to him, but none of us do. He's my mate. Yeah. Your yeah, mate's we, cousin, your dog. We we share He's mates. He's my mate. We share mates. Usually, Dolphinis helped me move my spa into my house. Dolphinis helped me move my stuff. He owes you. Well, I owe him. No, you, he owes you. Help. Has he been in the spa? He hasn't yet. No. Oh, that's ordinary. Well, it wasn't full up anyway. Dolphinis, looking forward to seeing you soon, buddy. Yeah, a bit of trade talk. All right, guards, you get ready to shake your head. I'm also not making any trades this week. Guzzy's head's almost fallen off. <laughs> um, 
And I'm going to do exactly what Mark did. I think we must be brothers. Um, <laughs> I'm VCing Walsh and captaining Nico. I actually don't mind Walsh's matchup against the Storm. I don't think they're the Storm of old, and I think are he you, can... Are you aware that we haven't beat the Storm in Melbourne since the dawn of time? Are ah, you aware mate. that the Storm are not the team they used to be, and you are going to put a cricket score? He is going to be I hope we back. do. I'll be he's the going, man in Australia. He's going to run around time. the Papua New Guinean snail, snail four times. He's going to be so scared to get caught by him. He's going to be around him. <laughs> Who wouldn't be? He's going when, to be around. when did Ruben join the Storm? Oh, not Ruben, <laughs> mate. It's not Ruben. Mark, what about this multi... Have you, got a, have you got one for us this week? Oh, uh, stop, yeah, of course I've got could, one. You could stop a train. Of course I've got one. <laughs> Isaiah Katoa, perhaps? No, no. After, <laughs> after the uh, Magic Round shenanigans, I'm just going to say Katoa. Katoa. <laughs> Katoa will score a try. No. <laughs> the listeners can um, choose. Yeah. Choose Pick your poison. any Katoa. Katoa any Katoa. Katoa. Pick all of them. Correct. Sticking with the... Anytime try score a multi theme. Alex Johnston ran back into a bit of form, got a couple of tries. They started to go left again, the Rabbitohs. Love it. Uh, against the Tigers. I think Johnston will get a try. Just one. Uh, well, just one. He, he could get more than one, but one will do for the multi. Uh, Peter Hiku up against the Dragons. Oh, Peter. Yeah, Peter Hiku. Are you playing Peter, out of Jed? Are you playing out of Jed's playbook? Remus no, Smith last mate. week. Peter Hiku. Come on. Peter, has, Peter hasn't scored since Jesus played hey. fullback for Jerusalem. Have you, he scored this year? What are you talking about? Peter was really good with the fans last week. Just quietly, he was. You're right. And the third leg of the multi is big bustling Greg Marsu. He will score a try for the Knights. Danny, you're gonna. Have a guess at the price here. Oh, well, you've got all the outside backs. $3.30. Yeah. Can't be more than three forty-five. To be fair, I'd be happy to back a winner that was three forty-five at the minute, but we're getting better than that. $8.50. What? With that's because Pet, Pet is in it. Yeah, he was, paying, he was paying $3.30 or something. $8.50, did you say? Yeah, $8.50. I'll give you 20. Uh-huh. There's no way Peter Hiku scores. Oh, mate. Honestly, Wait, Mark, I could I probably score, I could probably score against from... the Dragons. Mm. You'll get more than 20 bucks if you go and collect it from your brother up the street. You'll probably get a bit yeah. of bid. Yeah. But... <laughs> Risk it. Risk it. <laughs> All right, we done, boys. Yeah, that's, that's huge. That's that's a huge price. Anyway, uh, you only if you if you're uh, if you're not shaking, I, you haven't bet enough. I can t- I can tell you one thing. That's not the new sports based logo. The new sports oh, logo certainly applies to us. You win some, but you lose more every week because we are dead set <laughs> horrific. But anyway, if you want to join in, gamble responsibly. Only what you can afford. Um, that wraps up the show. We've had a couple of uh, gravelly voices and a couple of blokes that are sitting close by that uh, could be experiencing COVID soon because they spent quite a bit of time with me over the weekend. So I'm, I'm sorry about that, boys. Um, but, yeah, we'll be back next week. Hang in there, Tyler. Yeah, good luck, Dolph Funnies. <laughs> Top 10. <laughs>